Well, hello everyone. This is Carrie Beck with How to Homeschool My Child. I'm glad you are here with me today. We are going to be talking about moms walking with God and some tips, some practical things that I use, actually sharing some of the ideas that my own daughters are telling me that they are doing as well, because they may be a little more in tune with babies since they have little toddlers and preschoolers and all of that. So we're just going to go ahead and jump right in. If you are joining me today, why don't you tell me, since we got the beach in the background, tell me in a comment, would you rather take a trip to the beach or to the mountains? So leave a comment if you heard that as well. So let's go ahead and get started. I want to say that, and this is not to put pressure on you, but I will say your kids walking with God starts with you. It all starts with mom. And I talked about this last week, but moms, you are modeling and mentoring something. Now, I'm not trying to add pressure, guilt, shame, any of that. I'm just telling you that this may be something we need to rethink our schedule. And we may need to th rethink some of our priorities. And so let's talk about some of that. I've shared this story many times, but I think it's a good story. My mom modeled um, Bible reading and praying for me. If I came downstairs early for breakfast, my mom was doing one of three things. She was either exercising, reading her Bible, or praying. I still remember the binder that sat by the couch where she kept her prayer list. She tied that. She she didn't say, Carrie, you need to get up and read your Bible. She just showed me what she was doing. We are all modeling something for our kids. I was modeling things for my kids. What are you modeling for your kids? Um, so if you're struggling to sort of get in the habit of this, we're going to talk a little bit now, and then we'll talk about consistency in a few minutes. But um, I will tell you, it's a story Steve has said many, many times. He said when we got ready to, when he got ready to, to start leading family devotions, he wanted to tie it to a habit that we already did. And we already ate breakfast together. We were not going to forget to eat breakfast together. So we tied family devotions to that. What is it in your life that you're not going to forget to do? Maybe it's get out of bed. I wish that I had spent more time. I'd heard it over and over. But a lot of people would say, you know, I just pray a quick little sentence or two as I'm getting out of bed, thanking God. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Or saying, God, I want to walk with you. Show me what to do today. So that may be it. For me, getting up and having a cup of coffee is the way I usually start a day. And so maybe you tie it to something like that. And maybe instead of, where's my, there we go. Maybe instead of opening up social media on this thing, we actually, I'll just do it myself right now. We open up the YouVersion app. And maybe all we did was, well, there, it disappeared. Read that, ver well, there it is. Read the verse for the day. Well, it keeps moving around. So there's the verse for today. I will give you a new heart and I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. Maybe that's all you do when you, before you get out of bed, you read it. You say it out loud to God and say, help me practice this. 
and then get ready for your day. That's going to take all of one or two minutes, but it's a decision you have to make. You get out of bed every day. That's a habit. Maybe start tying the Bible on the phone instead of uh, reading that instead of doing social media when you first get up. Maybe you have time by yourself during nap time. I don't know your schedule. I'm just making up some ideas of when you may have it. And so maybe when your kids go down from the nap, the first 10 minutes you do is you spend time five minutes reading your Bible and five minutes praying. We're not talking hours upon hours. So those are just a few ideas as far as tying a habit you already have. I don't know your schedule, but you do, and you can do something like that. So let's talk about a few things and some areas that we want to do this. I've already talked about one of them, and let's see if I got this right. The first one is... Let's talk about the Bible. I told you about my mom. I told you about some ideas. Um, you can use the Uversion reading plans. That's what I tend to do. I, before I get out of bed, I open up my phone and I read whatever Bible reading plan I am working on. And so you can go to plans and you can find plans about everything. Those are the ones that I have saved that I'm working on. You could do an online Bible study and be accountable. Find someone that you'll be held accountable. I would encourage you as you're doing your Bible study or reading your Bible, use a version that makes sense to you. Don't use something that frustrates you. Now, yes, we should challenge ourselves as we're reading the Bible, but as you're trying to become consistent, make it something easy to understand. And then once you build that habit of reading on your own, then you're okay and you could change maybe versions. I think it's also really important that you don't pressure yourself and you don't compare yourself to others. It is your relationship with God. It is not your husband's. It is not your kids. It is not your best friends. It is not your Sunday schools or whoever. Your relationship to God. That's what we need. Another thing I do for Bible is I have verses around the house and in the car. So in my... um. On my, uh, in the car, there's like six or eight index cards. And as I drive to the grocery store, I can look at one of them and pray it or meditate upon it. Another thing that I really, if it's, if it's just too crazy for you, why don't you get your actual Bible out and set it on the kitchen counter and have it open to say one verse that you want to read that day. And every time you walk by, you just glance down at it and it reminds you whatever God is teaching you. Meditate on that. One verse a day is all you need to do. So the first thing we want to do is find a time that we can read our Bible and tie it to some habit that you are already doing. And there's a few ideas for how you could do that. The next thing I think that is important is that we pray. Now, I was not very good at this when the kids were at home. I will be really honest. Um, I prayed, but I wasn't consistent. One thing I do now, I will say once I got older, like high school and on, I did, I would go on prayer walks in the morning before anyone got up. But you know, when the kids were little, I used to go work out at a gym before anyone would get up. So why didn't I pray for those 10 minutes on the way to the gym and 10 minutes on the way back? There's a lot I could cover in say 20 minutes. That would be something easy. The biggest thing is we need to pay attention to the opportunities instead of just letting our mind just sort of flutter away. So um, pray in the car. Pray when you are walking. Uh, let's see what else. Pray with your kids and don't dumb it down for your kids. 
pray at breakfast and do a real prayer that you are praying to God, not just something that you want your kids to hear to sort of say, oh, thank you for the food. Pray the armor of God every morning for breakfast or pray whatever verse it is that God is um, putting on your heart. So I think it's really important that you pray scripture. But those are times that you're already praying. Most of you are already praying at a mealtime. Susanna Wesley had 19 kids, and they didn't all survive. I think nine of them survived. She spent time with them individually. If it wasn't every day, it was every week. But if you ever walked into her house, sometimes you would see her sitting in a rocker with her apron over her head. And her kids knew, don't mess with mom. Apron over her head meant she is praying. If she was back in the 1700s and she couldn't just like go to her own bedroom and shut the door, she did it right in the middle of homeschooling and cooking and house, taking care of the house because her husband got them in debt and he was off doing all sorts of things, not immoral, but you know, he was off writing a book or whatever. She found time because it was so vital to her that she would spend time praying each day, even if the kids were out running around and playing around her. The other thing that I was not good at, and I am really working on, this is both the people, is listening to God. So one thing is, let's say you are taking a trip to work out in the morning, or maybe you're just going to the grocery store and back, even with the kids there, turn the video on or turn some music on for them. Maybe on the way over there, you pray, and on the way back, you listen. Because I really think these are the three components of a relationship with God, and that's what we're talking about. We're talking about a relationship, not a checklist. And so this would be the beginning of what we need to do. The other thing I would encourage you to do is even with you is to integrate it. You don't need to subdivide it. You know, we live in a society that wants to compartmentalize. So why don't you integrate your time with God with your kids? You don't need three Bible studies going on. One for you, one for your kids, one for church. Oh, I'm making a mess. Um, the other thing you might do is memorize verses together as a family. And then everyone's memorizing the same verses, including you. And you might learn it um, in a, like a longer passage, but we're all going over and you're meditating on that. And when you're maybe walking outside to take the trash, you practice that verse. A lot of it, I will say, number one thing is pay attention and don't compare yourself to everyone else. So pray and listen, Bible, integrate whatever you're doing with your family. And then here's that one we've already talked about. But we're going to talk a little more about consistency. So how do we become consistent? I've already mentioned tying your time with God to a habit they're already doing, whether that's drinking a cup of coffee in the morning, uh, nap time every day, getting out of bed. We all get out of bed every day. So tie that to it. Maybe read your Bible on your phone instead of social media. Uh, what is, and I'll just say right now, some of y'all are on here. What is a habit that you could tie your time with God to right now? And leave a comment right now. I would love to hear what some of y'all are thinking about. The other thing I would say in consistency is we need to go back here and pray to God and ask him, God, help me be consistent. I really want to do this. God, which habit do you want me to tie your relationship with that I'm already doing? It's already in the rhythm of our family routine. So that would be another thing. Another way you can be consistent is realize it, it isn't always just open your Bible or just sit and pray without anything else going on. What about 
worship music or even hymns. A lot of those songs have Bible verses in them. So you could be playing that throughout the day and it'll turn your eyes to God. Um, I had another idea that just sort of left out. That was one of the things Ashley reminded me of. Um, she sort of sent her information in after my webinar last week. So I'm uh, offering a few things. But worship music would be one thing. The words around the house is another way that you could be consistent. Ask God, how can I, what do you want me to do to be more consistent? I want to grow closer to you. And then you have to choose. Are you going to do the things that he tells you to? And then the last one, I would just say, is walking daily with God. And this seems simple, but I will just tell you right now, this is my word for 2021. I didn't realize that I was going to write a Bible lessons for families, and that's not what we're going to talk about right now. I didn't realize all that. And actually, I wrote the lesson, and then I realized, oh, that's my word. Let me share some ideas that God has shown me this year. It is June about walking with him. That we walk differently during different seasons of life. My quiet time, my Bible reading time, my prayer time, my listening to God, it looks different now than when I had babies or different than my girls and they've got babies at home or when the kids were teenagers. There are different seasons of life and you need to give yourself grace, but you need to search and ask God, what do you want me to do in this season of life? I remember getting up early and getting my cup of coffee, the bedroom's right there, came in because my desk is right over there and I sat down in the desk, get my Bible out, I'm all ready to read, I start reading and what did I hear? Ah, one of the kids was crying. I was like, really, God? I got up to spend time with you, and you let one of these kids? Well, I had to realize there was a reason for that. God had something else for me that day. So sometimes when it doesn't always turn out, you need to give yourself grace and say, God, well, what do you want me to do? Maybe he wants me to go rock the baby for a while and pray while I'm rocking the baby. I don't know. I'm just saying there's different things. Another thing is my kids went to Awanas. And actually every single one of them, when I asked them, what are your memories of us reading the Bible together, talking about God, growing in God. What are your memories? Every single one of them had Awana. They said, we want that for our family. That was one of the best things that we did because it took God's word and put it in our heart and in our minds. If you can find an Awanas program or something similar, get your kids in there. Ashley said, we finally found one that works, that, um, that works with our schedule. And so the girls are going back to Awanas after a two year of not doing that as well. I also think it's important that when I started homeschooling, I didn't do any more church programs. I didn't do any more church Bible studies. I really didn't do any of those until I was an empty nester. Church programs, church Bible studies do not equal a relationship with God. And I think that's important. We think just a checklist. Oh, I went and did this, this, and this. So I am walking with God. Nope. What did I do instead? I met with young moms. One mom and kids came over once a week for a year or two. And my kids would babysit and play with them out in the yard and we had time to visit, to read the Bible together, to pray together. And I still have fond memories of them. One of those women, her kids have grown up, one of them is married and now expecting, and he was three years old when he would come over to this house. And we, have a, we just have a really close relationship because of that. It wasn't a program. 
It was just life on life. And what can you do to have life on life? Don't compare yourself to others. Give yourself grace. It looks different at different stages of life. But let's sort of close with this idea of walk. Walk. What does the Bible say about walking? We need to walk in the light. We need to walk worthy of God. We need to walk following the path that Jesus is going down. We need to walk on the lamp-lit path. He says he will light a lamp for our path. Not a flood light so we know everything, but just taking the next step. We need to walk and slow down and quit running everywhere. Slow down. When I think of walk, that's one of the biggest things God's teaching me. Slow down. And it will, the walking may look different for you than someone else. Now, I will close in this. I mean, I can't sort of not do this, but we do have a brand new Bible study out on walking with God. I hope the things that I shared with you help you and your relationship and growing your kids' relationship with God. But one thing he put on my heart several years ago, and I finally did it, and I see people needing this. Moms keep saying, I just need to be more consistent. I don't know how to do it. So we published Walking with God Bible Studies, Bible Lessons for Families, and and every day you get a um, for five weeks and five days a week so every day you read the same story or you watch a video I've already gone through and sifted through all the videos on YouTube there's a gazillion so you'll get a Bible story and you will get a application now God may tell you a different application but for that application you can print this out and put it on the wall when I walk with God I believe in Jesus this is the story of who is it I've already forgotten um, I can't remember. I guess I saw, oh, new creation. No, yeah, this one is new creation. This is Saul to Paul. And so that's what this one is. So when I walk with God, I believe in Jesus when Paul uh, believed in Jesus. So you get one of these for every week, all five lessons, five Bible stories. Then you'll also get a memory verse that you can print out and put on the wall and practice with the kids as well. You'll get songs and videos. You'll get um, videos of the stories. You'll get um, a craft hands-on activities, a snack, some more videos, maybe historical. You'll get some ideas for older kids, hands-on activities. And we're just now adding, I would call them bonus tracks, a mom track and a teen track. Now, right now they're not downloadable. We're fixing that. I realize that they are. We put it up there, but you can't download it. So we will go in. So you've got something for elementary kids, for younger kids. You've got there. I think there's some coloring pages. And if you would like this, it normally sells for $30. But through midnight tonight, you can get it for $19. You can save $11 or 37%. And the code you will need is launchwalk21. It's in the description already. And it already has a, um, a link in there for you to use. So if that is something, tonight's the last night you're going to be able to get it. Because tomorrow the price goes up as well. So I appreciate you spending time with me, walking with God. We've talked about giving yourself grace. There's different seasons of life. Find, thing, find a habit you can tie your Bible reading to that you're already doing in your own personal life. Pray and listen. Find those times maybe in the car. And I know kids argue, but when they don't argue, immediately start thinking, hey, I need to pray to God for a few minutes and listen to him. Integrate your walk with God with your kids' walk with God. So it's a life on life with your kids. Be consistent. Ask God how to do that. And realize that consistency isn't just opening my Bible. It could be playing worship music. And then walk, that's my word for 2021, walk with God. 
and that looks different for different seasons in life and different people and different families. Thanks so much for spending time with me. I am Carrie Beck with How to Homeschool My Child. Y'all have a great day.